Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Help! My heart has been broken and it's bleeding out my asshole. Or maybe I just need to eat less red meat. Uh, that and some updates on the state of the podcast coming right up. I'm not going to waste any time now. Play that shit theme song. It's the most podcast you We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips. It's the mustache podcast you. What is up, everybody? It is your host, hostess of the mostess, uh, Daniel Segura of the Mustachioed Podcastio. And I did, I did put a little teaser out a few days ago that was a little ominous, and I didn't mean for it to come across so ominous. Maybe it was the the just the sad, depressed face I was making at the time as I was uh, slowly realizing that. Um, uh, of my relationship of you know almost four months almost um was probably going to come to an end which i predicted and it did happen that day (laughs) so that's probably why my (laughs) That's probably why my face looked like that. Um, you know, I have instincts. I have pretty good instincts. I can really get a feel for somebody pretty quickly. And uh, and yeah, I I've I think maybe I've mentioned um, my now ex girlfriend a, a couple of times, and she was even gonna I was even gonna put her on an episode and that didn't end up happening um which is probably a good thing don't know how good she would have been on it but i think she would have been fine um but yeah you know it it was a it was a good relationship starting off i I feel like we went through like what um and i'm i'm actually usually a really private person believe it or not i know i open up a lot and i say a lot of crazy shit from my past but um when it comes to like present day stuff, I don't really like to get too deep into stuff like that. And um, but this being such a short-lived relationship, um, it doesn't feel. It's not like it was a ten-year marriage or anything like that. Although it felt like we went through the up and downs of a ten-year marriage with a three-month and a couple of week period, um, because we had so such incredible highs, like crazy. Like I don't think I've ever felt the way I felt about anyone. Um, when it came to this specific human being, um, which I know sounds so depressing, uh, that it, especially the fact it took 36 years for me to meet somebody that really kind of shook me, you know, like, I don't know, like I've, I met her and it was just so quick. I, I think maybe it was too, too much sparks. Like it was too much early on. And we were kind of, I think I won't speak on behalf of her, but I think I was kind of lost in the magicalness of it. Um, and we just jumped into it so quickly. And it was a long distance thing. 
you know, she lives in Houston, so I was, and I'm in San Antonio, so it's about three hours and some change, and I drove out there a lot. I put a lot of miles on the car, and, and you know, what's funny is that, um, you know, I, I never imagined myself doing that. I remember even when I was dating, because um, I've been single since, what, 20, well, you know, I've had, a, I've had two relationships since um, probably 2018. Like what I would consider actual relationships, um, I've d dated on and off and stuff like that, um, and this was the, uh, the latest one. And I've never imagined ever doing a long distance thing. It's not my thing. I tend to kind of lose interest pretty quickly uh, with people, and I felt like I don't know. I felt like maybe I would get bored of it if I wasn't able to see her. But honestly, I wanted to see her. Like I really did. So the three hours or whatever meant nothing to me. Um, honestly, that's one episode of the Bloody Bits podcast or the Grindbin podcast sometimes. So not that hard. I just put on one of those podcasts, and by the time it's over, I'm already almost in Houston. And it was going fine. It was going great. But I think once that love dust settled, as I'll call it, and um, – which ended up settling pretty bad because we had this pretty uh what well i think what she would consider a pretty significant fight to me it's just you know you know i have i have a puerto rican ex-girlfriend for us that was a tuesday but she's a she's a different kind of person uh i would say uh more affected by those kind of situations unlike a spicy latinos that are just so used to shouting and yelling and uh it's nothing to us but it's something it was something to her and uh and so we got into it uh with a fight not, nothing too crazy but uh, i think that changed things and the fact that it was so heavy just so quick you know within three months i think that was too much and it just completely changed her perspective of me and I think she kind of like took off the love glasses or whatever. I don't know. I guess we both did. And I couldn't really, I wasn't seeing her the same and she wasn't seeing me the same. I think we we're just annoying each other and it was done. It was done. I, I could feel it when I, when I visited this last time. I think once I entered her place, I could just feel this. It's almost like when you're at a comedy show and you see the comic come up. Maybe it's an open mic situation. And you see the, the comic coming up and you immediately feel bomb energy from that person. Like you just feel like, oh, this is going to not be great. As soon as I entered, I felt that energy. And it, it, it didn't start. It's not like it was bad the whole visit. I was there for, you know, three days or something like that, maybe four. And it wasn't like, but it just that initial feeling was like, uh oh, that can't be good. And, and you know, when there were some good spots here and there, but. I, I just, for some reason, it, I couldn't get it out of my head that I think we're not going to be together by the end of this trip of me being over here. I just could feel it. I was just waiting. Um, and maybe that may have not helped, but I, I think her mind had been kind of made up. And, uh, and so it was going to get there eventually anyway. So, you know, from a lot of my friends that have been talking to me about it, I think it was good to call it a day uh, within, you know, a little after three months. And if, you know, say I actually moved to Houston or say, um, you know, we tried doing this for another five or months or whatever or a year, 
and then we get to the same conclusion you know we were both in our we're both in our 30s and we don't have a lot of time to be wasting on on relationships that just aren't going to work but i still think it was very much worth it i am i'm honestly and i even told her this uh, i am honestly a better man um now than i was when i met her that's just how awesome she is she's i have no ill will toward her um of course there's saltiness you know i feel kind of like i was duped a little bit because she really um sold me this uh this life i guess that could happen and it's i think i feel like i feel like um it's something that guys maybe have done in the past to some women i feel like she did that to me um where i felt like oh my god like this is awesome i met this great person and we're gonna have this great life and then like all of a sudden it just it's off it just turned off and she just homer simpson her way out of it um and that sucks so that's kind of the saltiness i feel of it but it's not necessarily it doesn't have a lot to do with like who she is it's just how things worked out between us you know as a couple but it doesn't mean that her as a person is you know any kind of you know any kind of like bad or shitty or anything like that i think she's a great person so i feel like i have learned a lot i think every relationship is important um i just haven't really poured myself into someone's like I guess I haven't, I had not even thought about sharing my life with someone um, at the time when I decided to be like exclusive with her. Like I cleaned out my bench, you know, like I think within the first month or something of us kind of, of us dating and stuff, I cleaned out the bench. Like it was, because <laughs> you know, when you've been dating, you know, like, you know, you can just reach out to people and it's easy but i wanted everyone to know that I, when i was dating at the time like oh i met somebody i'm exclusively going to be dating this person it's a really weird thing dating uh some of y'all might be married or maybe y'all never even had to do the dating like the now the using apps and stuff because it is kind of funny uh you know i think the reason i fell so hard for it and I'll stop talking about it. it's already been 10 minutes but I and I don't know if anyone gives a fuck about my relationships or any of this stuff y'all probably just come here to listen to me make fart jokes and shit um about movies and by the way I love that y'all I don't know how many of y'all listen to this but or how many of y'all will listen to this but I appreciate it it it's been amazing I didn't really think that this show would even have as much support as it's gotten so that makes it so much more worth it and sticking to it for as long as I have, which is rare for me to do. But um, but no, when I met her, it 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 kind of reminded me of what Bobby Trippett said. Uh, for those of y'all that might not know Bobby Trippett, he is the co-host of the Grindbin podcast, which is kind of like my uh, my big daddy podcast because because uh, <laughs> that's where I first. I ever I was the first time I ever was on a podcast was on the grind bin and it inspired me to do my you know, eventually start my own and you know get going on my own show and Bobby Trippett once described because he wasn't an original co-host of this show he jumped on a little later and when he talked at some point he talked a little bit about the feeling that you that that uh, is a very similar feeling that I got when I first found the grind bin is you kind of feel like that bumblebee 
kid in that Gin Blossoms uh, video, music video. Um, some of y'all might remember this. Some of y'all might not. What is up? This is Daniel. Just a correction. It is not the Gin Blossoms. Wrong 90s band. It's Blind Melon. No Rain is the music video if y'all wanted to go back and listen to it. But the whole video is like this little bumblebee girl and she's kind of running around and she just seems kind of aimless and people are kind of alienating her. And eventually she finds this field at the end of the song and it's like a bunch of other little bumblebee people like her. And she realizes that there are other people like her. There are other people that are different that maybe just aren't the norm. And it's amazing when you find those people. It's the way I felt when I found the grind bin. It's the way I felt when I met her. Like I'd found my bumblebee. And ironically, I met her on Bumble. So we were going with the whole fucking bumblebee motif here. <laughs> and... And so I think that's why I fell so hard for it. And it really did. It really has affected me. I mean, to the point where, like, I've, I've dropped how much I'm drinking because I had been drinking hard, like, the last few years. Not, like, killing myself or blacking out all the time, but heavy drinking, you know? And that it bore, it could easily, obviously, go into a part where it's a big, big, big problem. Right now it's a problem. But it... it, it it was slowly working its way toward being a big, big problem. And I'm not really prone to addictive tendencies. Um, it's not been something that I've been affected by in my history. I've, I'm almost too capricious. Like I, I've, I get bored of things also like activities and stuff, which is why it's so amazing that I've been doing this podcast for as long as I've been doing it. Um, and so there's really, I've never had a substance where it's like, oh, I, I want to stick to this forever, or like, I can't get enough of it. It's just never happened. And I've definitely had opportunities, and I have done different things and been able to just not do them again. But the drinking is something that is just so easy. It's always there. And I think I, I suffer from some anxiety and social anxiety, believe it or not. And the drinking's always helped. It helps kind of numb that the thinking part of my brain my brain like never stops thinking which is why i can basically talk to myself for as long as <laughs> i could i could do this for a while but i'm not this will be a short one but and and, and i think i started becoming a crutch very quickly especially in the last you know i don't know five years or so and she and i've been told by so and i think that's the thing is like i don't get told by my friends my friends don't tell me that because I think they don't get to see me drinking at home as much as I do. Because I like to drink alone, believe it or not, which is never good. But I love drinking alone. And so it's the people that are close to me, the people I'm dating and stuff like that, where they see me drinking at home and they're like, you need to calm down on the drinking. Like you're drinking way too much. And it's never really changed my mind about it because I've always felt like, oh, I could stop. It's not a big deal. Like, it's never felt like a big deal to stop to me. I just do it because I'm stubborn and I enjoy it. And I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just not one of those people. Like, I'm like, ah, I got this one life. Like, fuck it. You know, I want to enjoy the things that make me happy. But when she, she, you know, she eventually brought it up and it sunk into me. And I'm not sure if it's because I was more vulnerable with her since I opened up a little bit more with her. But it really hit me like 
right in the chest and like it really made me second guess like my whole philosophy about drinking so i did i did slow down on it and i am slowing down on it and if for some reason i'm not able to really slow down and be a mindful drinker as i'll call it um which is basically a normal drinker which is someone that just like oh you know i i'll drink at a social event or you know i don't really drink by myself at home or i don't really drink during the week and stuff like that like a normal person <laughs> instead of like oh yeah i have like two whiskey drinks a night or oh you know i i have like three beers you know every other day or whatever like um and not to say all that's really bad maybe some of y'all drink like that too but it was definitely taking a toll on me so i th and it's honestly like just taking this the short break it's been a few it's been a couple of weeks and um you know, I have I have been dabbling back into a little bit of boozery, but I feel like um, I feel like I have a different perspective of it, and I understand it a little bit better. And I'm saying all this because this all kind of happened to be happening at the same time while I was thinking maybe I should take a little break from the podcastio. I love doing it. I love having the guests on, but it's just me. And it's a lot of time. It's very time consuming. I don't get anything from it. And it's just been a fun hobby for me. And so I think taking a look at myself and taking a look at the things I need to improve, both mentally and physically, um, this relationship ending the way it did, uh, it's been it's been a tough time for me i've been skipping weeks because i just i can't i can't do the show like the way i'm feeling right now like i just i can try but it's just not gonna feel good it's just faking it you know like not being into it so i'm gonna take it's gonna think of it like the end of this first season of the podcast to you because i'm gonna come back I, I probably honestly i'm thinking two months maybe even less than that but about two months of a break because then I'll have like a month of not doing anything and then the second month I can start recording again and then I'll get those pot those episodes ready in a bucket and then we can start releasing for the second season of the podcast talk about the long first season by the way what is that like how long have I been doing this it's been a while it's like <laughs> it's like three years or something I don't know I really don't know I need to look into it but um two years i don't know three years y'all tell me but it all just kind of blends together to be honest but yes so i'm gonna be taking a break i i have some scheduled episodes that i'm wrapping up um and so those will be coming out so they'll probably be three more episodes two or three more episodes kind of depending on if i split the parts or stuff like that um so there will be some new stuff i'm gonna have um i'm gonna have uh, the mccullum brothers coming up soon i'm gonna do a recording with mike and tim of course because i was letting them know i was gonna do this and they're like well do you want to record one more i think because mike is convinced i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna come back but uh i am gonna come back and i am i'm honestly thinking of um developing a kind of an offshoot of the podcast for youtube 
You know, the, the, the way the audio version of this show is, it doesn't really work for YouTube, but I would like to do something in relation to the show to help promote the audio version of it and um, do that for YouTube and and start developing that, that content. So I'm coming up with some ideas. I'm working with um, a videographer friend of mine uh, who's also a producer. And obviously I got to get the equipment and stuff and set up like a, a, a set up some sort of a, a studio type area in my house. It's going to look really ratchet, but I feel like the podcast feels kind of ratchet as it is. So I think it'll work out. So I'm going to be focusing on that too. So it's not like I'm forgetting about the podcastio. I'm going to still be thinking about it. I just will be saving some time because I won't be actually produce, you know, making the episodes. Um, but yeah, no, it's been amazing. Uh, this first whole go around and, uh, I've met so many amazing people, so many good people, so many friends that I'm going to have for so long. And I know this is sounding like I'm not going to do it again, but I'm just, I'm just reflecting on it is all. And I am vulnerable right now. Uh, <laughs> start crying and shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much the update. I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. And I will be, I'm still, I'm still going to be guesting on other podcasts when they, if they come up, I'm not like forcing my way out of podcast, but like if someone comes up and within that time and they're like, Hey, you want to be on the show or whatever? I will still do those guest spots. Those are way easier than doing my own podcast. So I'm more than happy to guest on any podcast during this break. And if you happen to have your own podcast, if you're listening and you're needing a guest, hit me up because now, you know, you know, my calendar is a little more open now that I'm single and uh, <laughs> don't have the show to worry about so much. So, yeah. And, um, oh, there's a car alarm going off. Jesus Christ. So th this is what happens when you live in the city. I'm not sure if you can hear it. Let me see. Yeah, you might hear it a little bit. I was trying to see if it was coming off of the audio, but... I think that's my timeout. I think that's kind of like when you're doing your Oscar speech and then they start playing the music to shut you shut you the fuck up. I think that's what this car alarm is for me. But uh, anyway, hope you enjoyed the update. Hope you uh, things are gonna look up. Don't worry. I I've been single before. It's I think it's good. I think it's good for me to spend some time working on myself a little bit. Um, I won't be dating a whole bunch. I just don't have the energy. To do that i don't mind catching up with people i haven't seen in a while and stuff like that but yeah it's weird dating in your 30s it is just so fucking awkward and weird i don't know it's it's different but i'm sure some good stories will come from it uh here and there and i'll be sure to bring those up as well but i hope you enjoyed the broken heart castillo <laughs> I'm going to go listen to the Get Up Kids and um, and then write poems and shit about how sad I am. But no, I love y'all so much and just uh, enjoy the few episodes that are coming up. And I will obviously still be active on social and stuff and, you know, 
be on the Discord. Jump on the Discord if you want. I'm still going to be doing all that. It's not like I'm just going to shun everything. And uh, we'll go from there. We'll see how it goes. And I'll, I'll start. I'll promote when uh, the ne- the episode, the first episode of the next season comes up. And if there's a YouTube part of it, then I will also obviously be promoting the shit out of that because that would be that's going to be a much more time consuming thing. So I really want that to be worth doing. Uh, I don't want to waste my time with that. So. We'll see how all that goes. It's a lot. It's a lot going on, but I just feel like this is the time to do it. And I've put in a lot of work into this podcast, believe it or not, (laughs) even though it's still very, you know, (laughs) mediocre, uh, half-ass effort. But that's kind of the Daniel Segura way, to be honest. But anyway, y'all have a good one. Until next time, bye.